1: Will Jabril Cox, Kelvin Joseph, Hunter Lipke, and Jalen Brooks make the fifty-three man roster for the Dallas Cowboys? All that and more. This episode of the Locked On Cowboys Podcast.
2: You are Locked On Cowboys, your locked daily Dallas locked Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast locked Network. Your locked team locked every locked day.
1: Locked on. Locked, locked on. locked on. Locked on. on Cowboys. Locked on. Cowboys. Locked on Cowboys. Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code On NFL for twenty dollars off your first first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I am your host Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter, at McCoolBCB. Landon, the Dallas Cowboys have until 4 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesday to cut down to 53 players. It's going to be as wild as I can remember because, I, Landon, this roster is just so talented from top
0: to bottom. Yeah, there's just numbers, problems everywhere you look. There's guys that you want to keep that you know you feel like are in real danger of being put on the street. Um, it's the the downside to having a really great and deep roster is that you feel like you're letting go of players that you really don't want to, you know, and then these decisions yep. become very hard. And again, that's that really is the hallmark of a good team is how hard is this? How hard is this, this cut down day? And then uh, made even more difficult, I think, just emotionally and, and kind of sorting through everything, uh, you know, kind of sense uh, that it's all being done yep. on one day. So So, uh, it really makes a difference.
1: It's going to be really hard. And the Cowboys are going to cut some really talented players and some, probably some players with some pretty high draft capital and some well-known players around the league. We're going to do our best to kind of project who's going to be on that roster, but rather than go name by name, we're going to just touch on some of the, the hot button players on this team. And we're just going to tell you how many players we think the Cowboys are kind of going, are going to keep at each position. So let's do that first. Let's run position by position you tell me how many
0: you, how many players you think the Cowboys are going to keep. I will do the same. Let's start with quarterback. Okay. So for quarterback, I have them keeping three. I actually had them keeping three before. So, so uh, this makes a lot of sense that okay. it would still make that. Yeah, we know that one. Running
1: back, uh, including fullback, we're just going to combine that together. I've got three. I've got four. Okay. Interesting. So you're, you're, you've got one more than I do right now. Wide receiver, uh, I've got five. What do you got? I've got six. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Again, so you're two over me right now. Offensive or tight ends, I'm assuming both are going to keep four there. I've got three. Are you cutting my guy, Sean McEwen? I'm thinking he can make it through to the practice squad. I think he can. Okay, that's
0: fine. Uh, All right, so offensive line. Uh, Total, I'm keeping ten. Okay. Do you want to break you, down by by position? I, I guess. Well,
1: I've got nine there, so we're we're back yeah. to even. So, starting five offensive linemen: Austin Richards.
0: I think TJ Bass is going to make your fifty-three. Uh, Matt will. Matt will. Let's I, go and one more. I, I think the disparity between our two is that I have ball on the roster as a keep, keep onto the week one to put on IR basically. And I think, I think the Cowboys are
1: going to do something like that. Some chicanery going on there to make sure that they keep all the offensive linemen there.
0: Uh, Defensive ends slash edge rusher, whatever you want to call them. I got six. Um, But I also think that a lot of this is going to be determined on how you're designating some of these players because i'm including Golston as a defensive end at this point so. okay
1: and that's fair if yeah. i i have five six of you want to count Golston as a defensive end defensive tackles we can run through these names really quickly i've got mm-hmm. osa Mazi, jonathan hankins uh junior fohoku and then devil gallimore i've got bohana okay I've got oh, yeah, close there
0: uh linebackers i've got three me too. I've got yeah. uh, LVE. L- well, we don't need to go. Don't well, the spoil that one. Yeah. 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 we got late Van made three. the team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cornerback. Van Der made the team. Yeah. Cornerback. Cornerback. I have five. I've got five as well. Safety. Six.
1: Six for me. And then I've got four special teams players uh, that are eventually going to make the roster. Your kicker, your punter, your long snapper, and CJ Goodwin, who Never leave this team. What do you got?
0: I I think I think again. This is really where the disparity between my list is a initial fifty three man roster projection. Yeah. So it includes the the kind of finagling. So I only have two guys on my initial list because like Sieg and, and Goodwin are yep. guys that are vested veterans. So I, I guess four would be the answer. All
1: right. So let, let's talk about some players that are right on the bubble. And the way that I want to do this is. I want to talk about whether they're going to finish on the 53 man roster by the end of the week, because as you mentioned, there's going to be yeah. some guys that are going to jump on and off because they're vested veterans. I expect, um, uh, Brian anger to be one of those guys, Trent city, the Cowboys lawn snapper. They'll probably get cut, be brought back the next day. Good so they win. can put overshot. Yep. Good one. So they can put, uh, Overshawn uh, on the, the injured reserve list. Maybe the same for John Stevens, who the Cowboys have not moved yet. So let's, let's start with Jabril Cox because I think he's a fascinating one. You and I don't have him currently on our 53-man rosters,
0: correct? Yeah, I do want to throw in one correction real quick. I, I, with Cox, like, I have him on the roster just because I've flopped back and forth so many times. And honestly, between Cox and Harper, I think I can't, I can't decide, which, which I think will make the would clear waivers. I think that I want both on my team. But I know I also want to cut one of them to try to make them through waivers, and I can't decide which one it is. Uh, so uh, there's there's that element. I do want to throw in Overshown and Stevens and Durden. I'm pretty sure that they can IR those guys without having to carry them. I could be wrong, but I was looking through the rules yesterday, and I think you only need to have them on your Week One roster if they are IR for return. Mm, okay. And I don't I don't think Overshone and Stevens Jr. Okay. specifically are. That's, that's something more oh, well, actually, they're out. all they're all left ACL injuries, aren't yeah. they? So yeah. I, I think all of those guys we don't have to account for okay. on our initial roster. So just throwing that out there. Back to the linebacker conversation. Yes. Um, this one's fascinating it's because tough, I've gone man. back
1: and forth. Yeah. I I'm of the belief that Devin Harper would be easier to have clear waivers because he did not play at all in the regular season last year, mm-hmm. I don't believe because of an injury jabril cox was a former fourth round pick who does have nfl experience uh who you know played at a big school at lsu went to the senior Mm -hmm. bowl i just think a lot of people are going to know him having said that i think the cowboys (laughs) are more likely just to keep harper because they i think they view him as a tier above jabril cox so hey we'll cut jabril cox if he can make it back to the practice squad fantastic but we can't afford to lose another core special teams player like devin harper
0: I I agree. I I would phrase it like this. I think Harper is currently more valuable to the Cowboys. I think, but he's also the more of the more likely of the two to clear waivers, right. To to get through uh, and make it to the practice squad. So I have them, you know, taking the gambit, keeping Cox and then trying to hold their breath that Harper makes it through. But honestly, like I don't feel super convicted about it. I'm going back and forth A, a lot. A lot of times like, well, who cares about his pedigree? We need Harper's special teams. And it's. Yeah. I feel like I'm going back and forth on this a lot. So I can only imagine. It's it. it's one of the ones I'm going to be so fascinated by. I also wonder, like, is there a chance
1: the Cowboys cut one of these two? Probably Jabril Cox and just look at the waiver wire for a linebacker. You know, somebody who has a little bit more experience that could maybe, you know, help you on rundowns because I, man, that's a pretty shallow position
0: if you only go into the, the year with three. I think the other option too is that they just cut one of these guys and then wait on Malik Jefferson to get healthy. You know, they really he like him a lot. He played and, well and, in the preseason. Yeah, before he got and hurt. he did. And he's a different kind of player than those two. Like he's actually one of the few guys who's actually like a closest to a true Mike linebacker. So, uh, you know, maybe that's another option as well. Let's talk about some other players that could potentially
1: make or maybe miss the 53-man roster, including a former second-round pick from the 2021 NFL draft. We will get to that next. This episode is brought to you by GameTime. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. GameTime is the fastest and the easiest way to buy tickets for sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you'll have. I absolutely love the game time app because my favorite thing about it, when you go like to look at a game, it'll show you exactly what your seats look like, so you don't have to stress about okay, is this a good seat? Is it a bad seat? What is my view going to look like? I was looking at some Bills Cowboys tickets trying to get it in the end zone. Mm. It's 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 so nice. Plus well, another one of my favorite little things about it, it shows you the all in price. Other apps you get tricked into with some of the you know fees and taxes. Now I know exactly how much I'm going to pay for the for the to the tickets it's absolutely incredible you can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds two taps in your set the other thing that i really like is the tickets are set directly to your phone now you don't have to scroll through your email while you're waiting in line to scan your code it's right there so easy to use snag the tickets without distress with game time download the game time app create an account and use promo code lockdown nfl for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply Again, all you have to do is create an account redeem code NFL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Welcome back to the On Cowboys podcast. Every day is on tomorrow's show. We're going to talk about all the cuts that the Cowboys made on Tuesday. We'll talk about any trades that go down. We know there's going to be a lot of roster movement happening over the next 48 hours or so. So make sure you are tuned in here. To the Locked On Cowboys podcast, Lane. I want to ask you about Kelvin Joseph. He's mm. been a player that's been mentioned a lot about a potential cut. I know our guy Michael Gelkin believes he's not going to make the fifty-three man roster. I've seen Todd Archer say that he will. What's your read in this situation?
0: I, you know, I, I hate to see my two uh, my two uncles in the beat writing room uh, <laughs> argue with each other. Uh, I, I just, I. And I trust Gelkin as much as any beat writer in, in in the game. Archer is honestly the only guy that's that that is it's close, place right? Place to, yep. Uh but I, I just have a hard time with this whole Jordan Lewis, K- Kelvin Joseph situation. Like it's it, it just seems so clear that you've seen uh Joseph uh you know just getting better and better. And and you know, look, is he is he ready to go out there and start at Nickel not not right away, but I think you're seeing a, a player who's improved a lot, is playing a much better football. Who is a key part of of your special teams units? Uh, who's who's playing a little bit more versatile? Has played, you know, kind of inside. He, obviously, he can play outside. They they, sh- they showed him in sort of like a nickel linebacker kind of role mm-hmm. almost at times mm-hmm. in the game. In the box, yep. Um, and you know, I, I just feel like it makes too much sense when you have a roster mechanism available to you with with Jordan Lewis to not use it, and especially since I mean the the the, the quotes that came out in Todd Archer's article today were like. Yeah, I'd still love to have another week of no, not practice, just a w- another week of rehab to get better. And it's like, if you're if you're needing another week of of rehab and then and then another week of practice, like you're already halfway to the the the, uh, that, the, the, that, the pup time. So what are we doing here? I, that, like, that's why I don't get
1: like you have this roster mechanism available to you to make it so you don't have to rush in back. At the same time, I get why Jordan Lewis probably wants to be back as he sees all these cornerbacks on this roster, and he feels like if I don't hurry up and get back, my spot might be gone. But, man, it just seems like it's so convenient just to stash him on PUP. We'll see you in October when we need you.
0: I, I just feel like I, – I mean, I, I'm not his agent, and I'm not Jordan Lewis, and I, I can't speak to another man's career. But it feels like it's a better situation for him – to get fully healthy before he tries to hop on the field yes. I mean, because look even if he gets healthy even if he gets you know put back on let's and he gets thrown on the field and he looks bad like he, he can get cut and then not play on another team for a while right yeah. and this is a better situation to stay on the team get fully healthy and then put your best you know no pun intended foot forward when he yeah. when he's when it's time for him to come back so Yeah, I, I I just it doesn't. And when we say that this is a roster mechanism available to him, like it's this is the only way that like that you can use this roster mechanism. And Jordan Lewis is the only person who's eligible for this for pup. So to not use it to not get a free roster spot and help your elder, you know, defensive back get another extra four weeks of 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 healing from a traumatic injury, I just it's so counterintuitive. I'm really having a hard time with it. Um, as for Kelvin Joseph,
1: I would like to see him make the fifty-three man roster because the Cowboys stuck with him in the first two years when he was not playing well and was inactive some games. You know that he can be somebody that can contribute on special teams, and now I think he's somebody that can actually help you on defense as a backup slot corner. I would love for the Cowboys to stick with him. I, I think he's been I excellent in the preseason. I think he's been a little bit up and down in, in training camp, but at the same time, you're going up against some pretty good receivers. I wonder if the Cowboys aren't trying to flip him for like a late round conditional pick because the other down roster corners on your team just don't have any trade value. Like nobody's trading for, uh, you know, Eric Scott or nobody's trading for nation. Right. But Kelvin Joseph, because he is a former second round pick, I could see a team like Baltimore who's having a ton of cornerback issues being like, you know what, we'll give a conditional six for this you know, guy that was a former five-star recruit.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, look, it, I just think that uh he's shown you enough, and he's young enough still, and he still has enough, you know, talent. It, I, I just think that you're seeing some of the stupid mental stuff go out the window. Look, he had that offsides penalty, obviously, but I just think that it's gotten better, and he's and he's progressing in the right direction, and he's just so physically talented. Yeah, I, I'm willing to continue to bet on that, especially again since he is while he or continuing to develop it, he is if not your second best and maybe growing into being your best special teams player. So and again it's, it's I know worked.
1: that I know the preseason doesn't really matter but he was the Cowboys highest graded defender in the preseason. I think on a minimum of 20 snaps and he had eight targets, gave up 20 total yards. It's like it's finally starting to click for him a little bit. I wish the Cowboys could exercise a little bit of patience, but at the same time they've got some it's other tough. down yeah, they've got some other down roster corners that they like quite a bit. Uh, I want to go through a couple of defensive players before we get to the offensive side of the ball. Um a sneaky one for me is Junior Fahoku. I think he's going to make the 53 man roster, but I I wouldn't be shocked if he is somebody who is a little bit of a surprise cut.
0: Maybe. Uh I I just think that, you know, and I think it has everything to do with the fact that he just missed so much time with the injury and and they kind of just didn't give him a volume of of of, of tape basically. No. But the tape that he put out there when he was out there was really good. I was, I was again, watching the tape last night and he was just so active and just, you know, is constantly moving and constantly in pursuit. And I could really see why, why uh, uh, Quinn really likes a guy like this. And, and I, honestly, I think that him Quinn being such a fan of his is what's going to keep him on this. Probably. team. Um, so, uh, yeah, but I, I again, he's at the very bottom of my list simply because not, you know, not because he's played poorly or anything, just because, he missed so much time in the middle of training yeah. camp and it just didn't give him a lot to
1: show. Uh, I'm going to mention another name really quickly, uh, Chauncey Golston. You and I are both big fans of him. I've seen some well-respected beat writers keep him off the 53-man roster even as of today. I don't get that one, but maybe
0: maybe we're wrong here. Yeah, I don't get that one either. Yeah, maybe we are wrong, but I don't know. He plays good football and he's gotten better than he was last year. He's splitting double teams now. I mean, he's even making – I saw him making plays in the, as a defensive end again You know. know, last last week. So, uh, yeah, I, I think Golson is maybe in that list, but I, I really don't feel like he should be. I, I, I mean, the only thing I can say is he was playing later in some of these preseason
1: games that yeah. I corrected. But we've talked about this before. They just – because they have, have so defense. many guys at the top, they have to play yeah. somebody. And there's a couple of defensive tackles that are at the bottom of the roster that are so bad that they kind of mess everything else up. For the rest of the defense, so you kind of have to have somebody like Neville Gallimore and Chauncey Golston take a lot of these snaps just to get through preseason games.
0: Yeah, for sure. And and you know, Neville Gallimore used to be that guy that was so bad that it was. But yeah, I mean, no, I he agree. used to be.
1: I mean, but I thought Gallimore, to his credit, I thought he had a pretty good preseason. I really do. I
0: think he's. I think he's improved. Uh, I think he looked better than he did last year. I, I just don't know if it's too little, too late at this point. You know, I, yeah. I just. And and I still don't know that I like him better than, you know, those, those guys we just talked about Fahoku or, or Golston, but I do think he's improved. uh, So there's, there's that. All right. Let's talk about a couple skilled players on offense that could be still
1: fighting for a spot on the 53 man roster. We will get to them next. All right, Landon, let's run through several players here really quickly. Jalen Brooks had a fantastic training camp was okay the preseason i thought he had a really nice grab last week but for that number six wide receiver spot do you think he ultimately makes the 53 man
0: roster i do i mean i I look he's done as whatever everything that you could ask of him to do short of lighting up preseason games uh but he was uh you know just as much of a training camp star uh as Jalen tolbert at two different points um just at a different tier uh I just catching every single thing making big plays at seemingly every single day in training camp uh you know look i mean it's a it's a hard world and it's hard it's a hard cut down day on in n f l so I guess it's possible because there's just so many talented players in this team but and there are so, there are a lot of down roster
1: wide receivers that I just don't think he's going to get claimed by anybody.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's possible, but I mean, if anybody was paying even a little bit of attention to Cowboys training camp, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if someone t- took him took a flyer on him simply because like there's just there's a lot of upside there, and I feel like he could play special teams as well. So I just feel bad because you know what, if he doesn't make the team, it it really does make you feel like well, what do you got to do, <laughs> like you know to to. To make yeah. the roster as a 7th, 6th, 7th round undrafted free agent wide receiver. he He's basically done every single thing they've asked him to do consistently at a high level, uh, even with the ones. So it's like, it's yeah, I, top 50. 000. I want to ask you about two other receivers, just really quickly. Neither of
1: these guys are going to make the 53-man roster. Dennis Houston, I actually thought some, yeah. he looked better. I, I think I think you and I both agree he's going to be on the practice squad again this year. Oh, right? yeah. Okay, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Simi Fahoku, um, just never clicked in the preseason. Do you think the Cowboys – he's going to get through waivers, I'm just telling you right now. But is it one? Is it
0: worth keeping him on the practice squad, or do you think you've kind of gone as far as you can go here? No, I think it's worth keeping him. Uh, I, I think he has some value there. I mean, I don't think he's – I mean, I think he's gotten better. It's just, you know, it's it, – Everyone else around him just had incredible camps. Jalen Brooks and Jalen Tolbert are two of the s- stars of camp. I know, And so they just ended up eating up all of the targets and, you know, they got all the looks and then I didn't, did Simi get banged up? I can't remember a little in the bit, of, a little bit but, and then that missed some time and that hurts him. You know, it's like when those guys are already kicking into fifth gear and you can't get out of third, it's like, I, I it's just wonder how work. many receivers you're going to keep on the practice squad.
1: And if it comes down to like Dontario Ontario or
0: Simi Fahoku, I, I don't know which way they go. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair. I mean, I think Drummond's a different type of receiver and, and maybe could be a, a, an interesting special teams piece. So I, I actually think that, you know, now that you've suggested Ontario Drummond's name, I, I'm, I'm going to suggest that they take him over because I even watching the game on Saturday, it felt like, okay, Drummond's that guy that's like, one year away like he needed yeah. like he needed one more off season to kind of it, be in the competition next year right it
1: feels like drummond could be somebody that comes in like next year and it's like okay he's our yep. wide receiver four he's gonna catch yep. everything he can play in the slot he can play in, he the, was in the
0: program all off season. came yep. in every
1: single day it's yep. really taking yeah. a step
0: like that, that if we need
1: to get through a game as him being our third receiver it's gonna be fine but i i just yeah. don't know if you can trust Fahoku to do that right now
0: yeah, it's just it's a lot of inconsistency right now, and and he has some skills that are different than everybody else, but I don't know if it's enough. Uh, running back, we Deuce Vaughn is making the team. He didn't even play on Saturday,
1: mm-hmm. which tells you everything you need to know. And neither did Dowdle, which which pretty much seals it, the deal for him as well. So my question is, does Malik Davis make the fifty three man roster? Is he a
0: cut? Uh, he's a cut on my my roster. Um, I, I think he's had a pretty good camp. Uh, it feels like he lost steam a little bit near the end, or, or or at least that Dowdle just took that job, and it was clear that it was his. Which is crazy uh, that Malik Davis goes from
1: RB three last year, then you move on from Zeke, and now he's off the roster. That's kind of the way it's going to work out. It looks that's, like
0: that's the way the NFL is, unfortunately. So, uh, yeah, and and I I think you know, the question is now more like, do they keep Lipke? You know, yeah. and and I think that it, I have them keeping him, but that's probably you know just because it's me. Uh <laughs> but I, I mean the truth of the matter is I feel pretty confident that both Davis and Lipke would clear waivers and, and yeah. divert to the yeah. practice squad if you need to. Yeah, I I think there's only one spot for
1: Hunter Lipke and Sean McEwen to make the fifty three man roster. Uh my guess is McEwen is going to make it to start the year. Um and then we'll see how Lipke develops. We'll see how uh Luke Schoonmaker develops as a blocker because if Schoonmaker can eventually you know, replace what what McEwen is doing as a blocker or Peyton Hendershot can do it, then you can cut McEwen and bring up Lipke and help you give you something else on game day as a
0: runner. But until then, we probably need McEwen at least for the first month or so. Yeah, I mean, even though McEwen isn't in my initial 53, I, I have him being signed on the other side of week one. And I, yeah, I agree. I think that you probably have Lipke as your, uh game day call up you know for a couple of weeks right i think you've got like four of those from a yeah. from a practice squad player uh and then once he exhausts that you start to make a decision on is it time to start calling him up to the regular uh roster and then what 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 do you do there those sort of situations usually work themselves out due to injury so yeah uh yeah i just think that that's why that's why we're comfortable with having some of these guys that we want to play on the team on the practice squad is because you get these call-ups Uh, And and that really kind of gives you a lot of flexibility there. Uh, Last thing before we go,
1: I I just want a totally random player that you wouldn't be absolutely floored if they made the 53 man roster like somebody that just nobody's talking about right now that if you made the roster, you, you could have been like, yeah, I can see it.
0: I got Earl, of Bo- Earl Bostic. How about that? Earl he's a, he's, yeah. He's here's the deal, right? He's a down roster offensive tackle in a, in a league that is sorely missing tackles, right? He's on a team that, you know, the Cowboys that kind of have a, have some pretty decent depth of the position. You have a couple different guys that you like. Uh, and if you feel like he has the traits that are developable and that he's close enough to that, 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 you know, that kind of, Area where you feel like you could even put him in the game, maybe you hold on to him just to protect him, right? And, and just because you're just hoarding offensive linemen, you don't want to let any of them go. I, I'm not saying that I think he, I, I'm certainly not putting him on my roster, but I think if you're if we're talking about a true surprise, like we've talked about all the guys that are like you know kind of close but no cigar guys potentially, right? But if we're talking mm-hmm. about a true shocker, I would think it would have to come from an offensive line spot or, a you know, I guess not, probably not defensive back, right? Because you have a lot well, of those, probably not defensive line. I got, got one, one of for you at defensive back. Let's, oh, let's hear it. I'm
1: not going to be totally shocked if Josh Butler makes the 53 man roster. Number
0: 40. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, no, I know. Yeah. 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 Well, just for our listeners. Number yeah. 40, for our listeners. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sorry. Uh, battled his butt off in the preseason. Yeah. Now I wasn't always great, uh, but it's clear that Al Harris, the Cowboys secondary coach likes him quite a bit. Uh, somebody who was, I believe, was it the XFL or I One of those two leagues played in. I don't know. I just think there's something think about that. him that the Cowboys like played on the outside quite a bit, was a pretty good tackler. If they end up moving on from a Calvin Joseph or something like that, maybe, or a nation right, right. Maybe it's Josh Butler who makes the roster instead,
0: man. Well, can I ask you a real quick follow-up? Does sure. you have Eric Scott on your, Eric Scott on your roster? Uh, Yeah. So, Okay, well, in this case, you would say that they take both Eric Scott and in, or do you think in this surprise scenario they reach past Eric Scott and and reach past him, him? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it's possible. He certainly had a. Again, better... we're talking about like this is pretty shocking, but like I don't know. There's always one or two players that we just never thought of making the 53 man roster that that's true. Wind up yeah. on there. I mean, I think you and I just named two folks that would be very surprising, but again. At key play at key positions that are valuable. So you try to keep those those guys at those positions that are hard to you know acquire. Offense, line defense backs are definitely one of them. I was looking at the linebacker
1: position, like could they could they sneak a linebacker in there that we haven't talked about? And then I watched Tyra Sweets linebacker tape and no thanks.
0: No thank you. Yeah.
1: No. Uh all right. <laughs> that is it for today's show. We want to thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen of the day. Again, every day we'll be back tomorrow to break down all the moves that the Cowboys made. Uh, before the cut down day. So make sure you tune in for that. Uh, Follow the show on YouTube. We are free and available on all platforms. Go follow Landon on Twitter at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we'll see you next time.